Common Sense Specialist. Happy Friday. It is Black Joy Friday. Today is Friday, November 17th. Did you know today is National Butter Day? I'm a big fan of butter. Um, I use it way too much. Uh, there's also a film called Butter that stars a very young Yara Shahidi that you should really check out. Big fan of it. Big fan. Now, coming up today, which is also National Hike Day, by the way. And I've just been feeling like I need to hike more. Like, I feel like I need to be in nature more because there's just so much darkness happening that, like, I need to, like, touch leaves and dirt and stuff. Coming up today, we got our special guest comedian, Zainab Johnson, my homegirl, her new uh, Amazon Prime comedy special, Hijabs Off, is available. So make sure you support that. We're going to be spreading black joy all day. We also got my public seals announcement. Things I learned this week, the word game, the black spin. I mean, you know how Fridays be. It's all a good old black time. All right. Time to listen, laugh and learn right here on the Amanda Seals show. Shout out to everybody who's going to be joining me on Sunday at the improv for the screening of In Amanda We Trust. It's a sold out show. (laughs) Appreciate y'all for doing that. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And, you know, every Friday we like to do this. A story of black joy. All right, y'all. So this is for all of my budding filmmakers out there. Shout out to all the HBCUs with film programs. So filmmaker David E. Talbert has launched the HBCU Next Fellowship Program in partnership with USC School of Cinematic Arts. So basically the program invites students from HBCUs to participate in the USC School of Cinematic Arts Summer Program to develop skills in script writing and filmmaking. So Talbert says their overall objective is to foster an environment for students from HBCUs and USC to engage in cultural exchange, learning from one another's experiences and backgrounds, and provide access to an education conducive to give Black storytellers a pipeline to the entertainment industry. And as a part of this program, students will receive mentoring from Talbert, obviously, and HBC graduates, including Forrest Whitaker, Tim Story, Ruth E. Carter, J.B. Smooth, and Anika Ooh. Nani Rose will be invited to speak to the HBCU Next Scholars. Love this. We do. This is we talk about reaching back. We always talk mm-hmm. about reaching back. I love to hear it. So that is fabulous, and it's definitely a story of black joy. Anytime we see HBCU graduates coming back to bring up the next round of HBCU scholars, so shout out and using the white folks' money over at USC every time, every time, <laughs> every time. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. Keep it black. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, here. And it is time for us to do another testing of our words of the week. I say these new words every day for y'all. And I want to make sure that you actually remember them. And the best way to do that is with a quiz. So we have got Rita Brent. We have got Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we've got Supreme here to see if they have retained any of these words that I have tested them on over the course of the week. Um, you know, last week was Rita's first time playing and she did not step up to the plate. So we're going to see. <laughs> I got one point. I got one point. <laughs> so we're going to see if the competition is the competition is a little thicker this week. All right. A little thicker. The way it's going to work is um, because I feel like some of these words are words that you've actually like heard. We're going to do it again where I give you the definition and then you give me the word. All right. Given making it okay. a little bit more difficult for all of you HBCU graduates. Can we spell all it? Right. Can we spell it? Can we go all in? Let's spell it. Let's do it. All oh, you want to take it to the, okay, take it to the <laughs> hill. All right. So you got to say the word and spell it to get the full point. Now, remember what we got to go through your buzzers. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what's your buzzer going to be? Um... Um, caught up. That's my buzzer. <laughs> okay, all right, Supreme. He's on fire. NBA Jam, as in bro. like up in here, like no, like no, no. This from NBA Jam. You got to be a video gamer to notice. Oh, got you, got you. That's not that's not my ministry, <laughs> aka Rita Brent. Speaking of Rita Brent, what's yours? Uh, Shakur. Okay. Can we get? Can we? Can we? Can we get an origin story? The whiz. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like if I'm on the exit row, I'm not helping nobody. Like, I'm going to be the first one off the plane. So, Shakal, that's the sound I'm going to make when I'm getting off on the exit row and not helping them. <laughs> so, they're going to move. They're going to move out the way. <laughs> Shakal! Let's All go right. down the inflatable slide. Let's go. Child. The first word is <laughs> to spread over or fill something, either Got literally it. or figuratively. Yes, Jeremiah, like the Bible? Mm. Suffuse. That is it. 
That is the Get word. Okay. All right, Jeremiah, the Bible's on the board. Quick out of the gate. But actually, can you spell it? S-U-F-F-U-S-E. Okay. That is incorrect. Uh, you would have gotten you would have gotten two points. Let's see who can steal the other point. Rita Supreme. Is it S I? That is incorrect. Supreme. Damn. See if you can bring it home. Um S U F F U S E. That is correct. Oh, fire. All right, the next word is someone or something marked He's on fire. He's on fire. Marked by courage or heroism. Yes, Supreme. Valorous. All right, let's get a spelling. V A L O R O U S. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to finish the definition? We can just jump in? You did. She did. Well, she finished the definition. (laughs) <laughs> all right. All right. When we, uh, all right, we got to go. Next, we got to keep it moving. Next definition: an adjective used to describe people or things mm. that are confident and daring. Go fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Or bold. Jeremiah, like the Bible. The word is audacious. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, can you give us uh, the, the spelling? spelling? Okay, audacious mm-hmm. is A U D A. Not this praise I- hand in the air. C-I-O- <laughs> that is correct. Okay. All right, like Rita, feel free to join in here anytime. Feel free to join in here. Anytime. All right, last word. A, it's a noun. A source of dread or irritation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Rita Brent. The word is bugbear. Let's spell it. This is extremely hard to spell. B U G B E A R. That is correct. Right. Great job coming in in the close, but you still got edged out by Jeremiah, like the Bible, and Supreme who tied. Yes, brothers. Yes, yes, yes. I hope everybody uses these words in their language and vernacular this week. Suffuse, valorous, audacious, bugbear. They'll say I learned you nothing right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, sis, got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seals Show. To do, I've seen people say things like, I have to get off of social media to protect my mental health, which I'm just like, again, y'all in this mental health. And if you're not breaking down and you're not hurting, you're not living. Y'all think that preserving your happiness is like some sort of revolution, but we, what I, but I don't think that that's really a thing when there's actually sadness and incredible degradation happening. I understand that some people actually have clinical issues. They have actual clinical diagnoses that can turn very dangerous. That I understand. And they don't have support systems. That I understand. But some of y'all are just weak. You're weak. And you really just don't want to be uncomfortable. And you don't want to hurt. And you call it mental health. Our eyes are being opened. And your heart should be opening at the same time. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say it. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's fool. We 
What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm a big fan of the show. I've been listening for a while. Um, I guess I have kind of like a question slash comment. I don't know. When I first started listening, it was really just Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible, and maybe Supreme would pop in here and there as the resident father parenting expert. Um, but it does seem like Supreme is getting more involved, and I love hearing from Rita and TJ as well. I just love hearing from intelligent Black folks from different parts of the country, different walks of life, different experiences, etc. Um, but I want to know more about specifically Rita and TJ. I think Rita's from Mississippi. I have no idea where TJ's from. Um, and yeah, maybe for some of the more recent listeners, or some of the more casual listeners, I don't know if, you, if you've done this, but maybe y'all could introduce yourselves a little more often or just like let us know where you're at in the country, just more about y'all. I want to know more. I want to get to know all of y'all more. I love hearing everything you guys have to say. I love the show. So keep up the good work, all of you. Um, thank you. Bye. Take it away. Okay. Yeah, that's right, caller. I am from Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> and um, I have the same birthday as Oprah, who's also from Mississippi. <laughs> but oh, right. I, yeah, January 29th, yeah, she's Aquarius. In movie. She's, she's in a really famous black film. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I think the color purple is involved. <laughs> <laughs> we know that already. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was in the I was in the army for nine years, and um, I was in the band though. So I am a veteran, but you know I don't like telling people I was in the band. <laughs> so, <laughs> graduated from HBCU, the Jackson State University. Yep. Okay, and uh, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, there are black people in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There's a lot of black people in Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Bucks are always they are also there. People be hating on the Milwaukee Bucks even when they won the whole championship. Like they don't want to give love to Giannis Antetokounmpo and and the Milwaukee Bucks. But I this is about you. This is about you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a Delta. I went to a PWI University of Wisconsin, ooh, ooh. and uh, yeah, Rita's my soror. So yeah. Ooh, Right back to you, Rita. That was sweet. <laughs> you too, Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, and I'm a stand-up Very... comedian. Did I say that? I'm a stand-up comedian too. <laughs> you did that not part. mention that. My, my, my livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. There you go. A little bit more context on uh, members of the Amanda Seals Show squad right here. Thank you for asking that question. I'm sure there are so many people that were thinking it that just didn't make the call. And you are the leader who took that next step. So mm -hmm. just know that about yourself. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. to yes RuPaul I met RuPaul <laughs> I met RuPaul and it was just such a, a, a just a great experience like I love when you meet people and they don't let you down you know what I'm saying like you meet them okay. and you're like ugh you are this fly it's also you Danny DeVito's drag birthday. race Amanda what do you mean I should do drag race like as a guest judge like I, I can see you doing it oh I would Very. love to do that even though you don't like dressing up for Halloween, I feel like, you know, this is like a different kind of dress up. I'm literally a thespian. <laughs> <laughs> dressing up for Halloween is one thing. Dressing up just to give the girls uh, a thing is is very real. Um, I would love to do that. If anyone's listening, I would love to be a judge on, rag, on Drag Race. So, holler. Uh, Danny DeVito, it's also birthday. Also, the late Yolanda King. Now, coming up this hour, we're going to be spreading more Black joy. Okay. 
We got the people versus, and we got things I learned this week. All that's coming up right here on the Amanda Seal Show. We're also going to check the voicemail. So don't go anywhere and uh, holler at us. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it's a fun day Friday. And you know we love to bring you so much of this. Black joy. A story of black joy. All right, all my ladies of SG Rose, Sigma Gamma, Sigma Gamma Rose, Sorority Incorporated, turn up your radios, because I heard y'all just celebrated y'all 101st year on y'all Founders Day. And to mark this mm-hmm. milestone, Amanda, in honor of more than a century of service, they celebrated by making history as the first divine non-sorority to raise $1 million for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. According to Watch the Yard, the historic pledge to raise $1 million was first made by Eshiro in 2021, and they reached the goal this year. They also participated in the two, over 200 walking runs in cities across the country, and the monies raised will go towards ensuring families never receive a bill from St. Jude's, whether that be for housing, food, travel, and treatment. Okay, Eshiro's, the poodles out here doing service. Service. We love it. How you feel about that, Deltas? <laughs> Love it. I'm with it. All support. All support. And shout out to Fantasia. She's an honorary member of Sigma Gamma Row as of this year. Yes, she is. Oh, she is. Isn't uh, Chrisette Michelle, too, I think? Just became one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Boy, they're going to be singing at all the stuff for free. (laughs) 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 We love to see it. We love to hear it, y'all. We love it. We love it. We love it. Because that's what the whole fraternity sorority thing is about. It's about service, right? So we love seeing that put to work. All right. We'll be right back with more of Fun Day Friday on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to hit us with the people verses. All right. So today's people verses is the people versus Patrick Mahomes. So Amanda, during the appearance on ESPN's Manning Cast for Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks confessed this about his underwear. Let's take a listen. Uh, Patrick, we talked to you. Uh, uh, we saw your old teammate, your backup quarterback, Chad Henney, said you have a few superstitions and that one of them has been wearing the same pair of red underwear on game day for years now. And I love a good superstition, but, you know, couldn't you just do something like eating the same pregame meal? Did it have to be the red underwear? <laughs> well, you know, um, well, first, my wife, Brittany, got them for me, so I had to, I'm not, not throwing y'all down, but I have to wear them, you know. But uh, at the same time, I threw them on that first season. Um, we had a pretty good season that season. I only wear them for game day, though, so I can't get – they're not too worn down. They're not like these, like, nasty – I clean them. You wash them. Um, you wash them? I do. I wash them. I wash them every once in a while, at least. Is it a phone? Um, is it a G-string? What is it? I mean, if we're, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them, you know? Like, I got to just keep, keep it rolling. So, uh, you you know, it, as long as I'm winning football games, uh, I'll, I'll keep the superstition going. Nasty. Okay. The people had thought somebody said, well, he is half white and is married to a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> then a black woman followed up and said, now his wife makes sense because we ain't tolerating that nastiness. <laughs> Somebody else says, self-snitching brothers. Where is his PR team, Amanda? Where is the PR team? I wonder all the time. <laughs> And this is my favorite one. They said, but he and his team haven't been undefeated. So proceed, Sir Skidmark. You know what? At this point, listen, listen, listen. You know, I come from a sports family. You know, I'm all about, you know, being on the field, teamwork, all those things. Winning, but the draws being dirty, I can't do it, Amanda. I mean, I'm like... I can, the jock itch of it all is just it's frightening to me. Like you, I know you're down there itching and scratching. Gotta be. If you're not watching them draws and wearing them back to back games, what's going on? So, when it so comes that to means you are with the people. The people on this one. Wash your draws. Stop being in. Yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty. I mean, there's no ways around it. There's no two ways around it. Uh there it is. Y'all, you heard it here. Patrick Mahomes got a dirty booty. Okay. <laughs> Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Things I learned this week. There's a lot you can learn from this. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another edition of Things I Learned This Week. All right, so... 
this was very interesting. It's so crazy how you like have heard things for such a long time and mm-hmm. you don't realize like what they're really about um, until later. But did you know that gauze like that you use on wounds uh-huh. is, an, is an Arabic word that is from Gaza, like literally oh. Gaza in Palestine. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. So gauze is a light open weave fabric made of cotton. It's used mm-hmm. for surgical dressings. Um, but the name is derived from the city of G- Gaza in Palestine, where the fabric is thought to have originated. And it's, I mean, I just thought that was so fascinating. I had never even like thought of that. Um, but that is that. Something else <laughs> I learned this week. <laughs> Did you know that brown sugar can be used for like all different like plant remedies? Like a spoonful of brown sugar like feeds flowers. You just put brown sugar in water and it'll mm. make the leaves oily and green. Then you can put like brown sugar and yeast in water. That's for the roots. You mix brown sugar and beer and it's a fertilizer that prevents plant leaves from yellowing. And if you mix brown sugar with garlic, it's a phosphorus that you can put um, to help like plants grow. And it also, when you mix brown sugar with vinegar, it regulates the soil for your plants. I just had no idea that brown sugar had like all of these like uses with plants. I'd never heard of that before. Who knew? Also, let's take it back to Palestine. Did you know that British artist Banksy owns a hotel in Bethlehem, Palestine? And, you know, Banksy is the famous street artist that we've mm-hmm. seen and his work is oftentimes very um, political and it's it's uh, it's like social justice. So it's called the Walled Off Hotel, which is okay. a double entendre. So think of the Waldorf Hotel. Okay. Right? The Waldorf Astoria. Mm-hmm. But right. it's called the Walled Off. So think of that. But then also think of the Walled Off because it alludes to the wall that divides Israel and Palestine in Got Gaza. It. And then against the wall, the hotel has like immersive journey, like immersive um, journey into the soul of Palestine struggle through artwork. Mm -hmm. Then there is each room that has a unique story that like actually tells the poignant narrative of the region. So like every room is an artistic expression. And then it contributes to local communities by generating jobs, supporting Palestinian businesses. And it has a museum that showcases the history of the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. (laughs) I just never... And then the final piece of it, which is probably the most illest, is that there's like a restaurant and the wall in the restaurant isn't... um, It's like it's a separation wall. So it's Uh supposed... It represents the actual wall. And uh, it's a cultural hub and people come through. And I just thought that was really fascinating. So there you go. Those are my things I learned this week. And uh, if you're following me on Instagram, I'm sharing a lot more things that I'm learning about what has been going on and what is going on in Palestine. So make sure you follow me at Amanda Seals. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seals Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda, Jeremiah, and the whole crew. This is Addie again. We just left our library's monthly homeschool class, and this is something we learned this week. Monopoly was invented by a woman, and it was originally called Landlord. And she invented it to tell people about the unfairness of people buying up property and raising the (gasps) rent constantly. The game was stolen from her by some dude who lost his job and he copied the game because she was making you know the game by hand on paper making the pieces and everything he copied the design and he made it look like the modern day monopoly and then he tried to sell it to the same store that she sold it to tried to sell it to several years before but they wouldn't buy it from her because they thought no one wants to play it but this man came with the game with a new a facelift if you will uh, a couple of decades later and they bought the game and realized that she had a patent on it so they paid her $500 which is $9,000 today and he went on to make millions um so yeah monopoly was invented by a woman who was trying not to have people be ignorant about the fact that people were creating monopolies. Ain't that a shame. All right, y'all. Bye. 
That tracks. <laughs> that tracks. I mean, <laughs> listen, he said, do not pass go, do not collect $200 because I'm jacking your joint. Go to jail. And she only got $500. That's crazy. You could have gave me a little bit of my money than that. 500 Boardwalk Here. costs more than $500. <laughs> they play with her. That's how, that sounds like the cost of like St. James Place or something. Ugh. <laughs> a mess. Um, shout out to everybody who like plays Monopoly till the end. Because you are a star. Like you are Does it somebody with people patience. do that? Yes. There are people who wow. play Monopoly till the end. And they, and, they, and they have like, like I'm, I'm, my friend's family like had an ongoing Monopoly game. Like, I mean, they would play like at dinner or something, like maybe like after dinner, they'll play for like an hour or whatever. And this would just mm-hmm. keep going. And then eventually that would end. And then they would just start a new one. And it was just constantly a Monopoly game, like in process it's at their hot. house. Thinking about it. <laughs> I hate to even, I hate to even admit this because of this whole color purple oh, scandal. Oh my. <laughs> oh no. I have never. Wow. In my life. <laughs> played that. Monopoly. I can't. What? I can't What's tell you on? the rules. What? Uh, I know the Did you go to sleepovers? On that one. Huh? <laughs> Did you go to sleepovers? Yeah, but we were playing Uno, you know, and and sorry, <sighs> games like that, Scrabble. I'm a Scrabble head, but never, never Monopoly. Same, same. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Not only do I play Monopoly, um, and I, I mean, I, I don't get to play it that much because I don't have like people around me anymore, and Devon didn't like board games, so we didn't play them, but. Um, I, I have Game of Thrones Monopoly. Ooh. Like it's like a collector though. Like it's very like, this is the have on display. No, it's not actually. It's actually like very Mm, user-friendly. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty cool. It's very Um, user-friendly. I will be open to that. You would be open to that? Are you again? Okay. Now you might have just, you might have just come back from, you know, the left. (laughs) Hell yeah. <laughs> I was I watched all eight seasons. Was it eight? In like yes. two weeks. I wouldn't yeah, I've never I watched that. I've never watched Game of Thrones. So hooked and have watched it repeatedly since. Did you just say that you never watched Game of Thrones? Now here's the thing, Supreme. Have you watched any of Game of Thrones? I did. I watched like okay, a couple episodes, yeah. And you were just I like, had this to watch isn't it for from me. the beginning, yeah. No, I had that's to watch fine. it from the beginning. So I, I didn't really know what was going on. So I'm like, I never got a chance to go all the way back and watch it. So I didn't really understand what was going on. That's like with power, like a lot of these shows, if you don't see it from the beginning, you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. I had to binge power. Um, because I did not like that people had jokes that I was not in on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did that. And I was, I just was like, enough, enough, <laughs> and I committed myself. Um, all right, we'll be right back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the city. the Amanda Seal Show on Friday, November 17th. It's also International Students Day. And you know what? We are all students. So Mm -hmm. I am screening my documentary, In Amanda We Trust, which you can check out at inamandawetrust.com. And I have been wanting to bring this out into the world uh, for like, you know, taking it around to tour because it really talks about bringing civics back into culture. But Mm y'all, with the recent response and lack of response from our government to the genocide in Palestine, it, mm-hmm. Every time I say it, I'm just like, what am I saying? Um, every like it's it's like it's made me really question like, OK, what am I doing with this documentary? Because it always felt so clear that it would just be about getting people to vote. Right. But I realize that it really is actually not about getting people to vote. It's more about getting people to be educated about what this system is so that they mm-hmm. can actively dismantle this system. Because mm-hmm. that's really what needs to happen. The system that we are in needs to be dismantled. And I hope that I live long enough to see it. Because the youth have the gusto to do it. Mm-hmm. But they need the knowledge. 
mm-hmm. the inner workings. And so that's what I hope to do with this project and, and bringing it out on the road is to really just help get people excited about learning about this system. And, you know, we still should vote because at the end of the day, like you should still participate yes. for the sake of yes. just proof of life. Like we're here. We're still here. Don't don't pl- don't try and play in our face. Don't um, play with it. Don't play with it. But I really am curious uh, just to see, you know, how people respond to the, to, to the goal of it being about education. So shout out to everybody who's going to be joining me on Sunday night at the Hollywood Improv for the first L.A. screening of In a Man We Trust. All right. Now, this hour, we got some more Black Joy for you. We got the word game. Also, things I learned this week. And we're going to check the voicemail. Make sure you stay connected with us. OK, you can follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It. And you can um, hit us up on uh, our phone lines at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Time to listen, laugh, and learn right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Hey y'all, happy Friday! It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and I'm. I know that we all are are in our own worlds. We're also aware of what's going on in the world, and so we mm-hmm. need these moments of upliftment. So it's time to hit mm-hmm. y'all with another a story of Black Joy. I mean, I think this person is perfect for Black Joy Friday because he's a very happy person. Pharrell Williams, you know, he's helping Black-owned <laughs> businesses out here. The hit-making producers nonprofit Black Ambition awarded $3.2 million to deserving Black and Brown entrepreneurs at his organization's third annual celebration called Demo Day. So basically, the competition kicked off nationwide. They had a search that narrowed down 50 finalists to the final six. And the grand prize winner got $1 million and it was awarded to Antoinette Banks, the CEO and founder of Expert IEP. So basically, it's a parent-facing app that optimizes existing individualized educational plans like in schools with predictive AI for children diagnosed with a disability. And Black Ambition, if you guys don't know, originated in 2020 and strives to empower Black and Hispanic communities by bridging the wealth gap. And since its inception, the organization has helped over 5,000 businesses and awarded approximately $10 million to its finalists. So, okay, for real. With your hat. We like it. With your hat. You know, this is this is important because mm-hmm. a grand prize of $1 million is bonkers. Like, that's like real money. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. like, I be seeing prizes that are like mm, sideways money. <laughs> like, I remember I went somewhere and they were like... a. a a credit card company was was handing out money and they, they had the nerve to give these people a giant check for $5,000. They tried it. And I was like, why is this check so big? (laughs) That's where the money went to the check, the check printing. I was like, y'all could have given them a regular size check for this amount. (laughs) We didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to do all that. But shout out to Pharrell and, uh, you know, elevating black ambition. All right. And it's happened. And I love that it originated in 2020, you Mm -hmm. know, because I think that was such a low for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's continued to infuse money back into the the black, um, the black educate, the black space. But, you know, this is the kind of or- this is the kind of organization, though, that would be targeted by that Edward Blum BS, you know, mm-hmm. who's trying to take down um, found. Uh, black, come black, on. Um, the, the two black, sisters the funds, the black women. Yeah. fund. Yeah. The Freedom Fund. The Freedom Fund. Um, but you know what? It's, it's it's a fun joy Friday. I'm not going to talk about no bad news. Please don't bring me no bad news. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show, delving deep into your favorite creators' musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the best. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to go for the picky, picky, picky record with comedian Zainab Johnson. You can check out her Amazon Prime special, her comedy special, her stand-up comedy special. People are still doing specials that are special, and this is one of them. It's called Hijabs Off. Get your streaming on and do the damn thing. All right, now, this is the way this works, Zainab. I'm going to give you a scenario. You're going to give me the song, all right? So that's how we're going to run this. I want you to just open your mind and let me know the first thing that comes into mind. When I ask you, and I ask every comic this, what is a song you play when you know you killed on stage? Ah, Amanda, I'm so terrible at this because I'm so bad at music. Are you? I never heard of that. Yeah, I'm really bad at music. Like, 
I prefer Mary J. Blige's Sweet Thing over Aretha Franklin. I'm bad at music. Well, what do you mean I'm you're bad? bad? Like, I don't know. I could be listening to something and I don't know who it is. I, 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 I'm i just so bad. Um, okay, okay. Let me think about a song. <laughs> Shucks. Let me think about That's why I was so surprised. I went to the My Way residency and I was so surprised that I knew every single word. Like, you, I That's left impressive. there and cra- I was proud because I was like, oh, oh, Usher must have played a real part in my, you know, formative years because I know every. Yeah. Yes. Yes. OK, okay so then um, let's a ask song. You uh, yeah. So I'm going to come back to that. A song. You come off stage. What's the song that comes in your mind? Like, yo, I killed that. Um. OK, it depends on what, how the kill is. But if the kill is just like. If the kill is just like a random night and there's no ex, there's no like, it's not mm-hmm. for nothing. It's just a fun ass night and a good ass time with jokes. Then probably knock if you buck. Prime up. Come on, yo. I come in the club, shaking my dreads. Yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I set a goal, right? If I, if this was like a milestone in my career and I had these high expectations and it goes exactly as, planned and I walk off stage then I might want to hear something a little bit more like uh uh Guapale's um oh, what is it closer um, closer closer maybe closer to but it's yeah, yeah like because I'm not you know I'm just get some it's food mystical. and lay down and just yeah bask in like the like dang that the universe it all lines up so yeah I'm at you know thank a lot like you know what I'm saying like I'm gonna just yeah, it's mis- it's like it's it's a mystical moment. Yeah, yeah. I, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you just mentioned Usher, so now I feel like I gotta ask you, what is an Usher song that reminds you of like your youth? <laughs> and youth can be whatever age you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Com- Confessions was nonstop when I was in college. Confessions was like, but I remember, but I remember is you remind me of a girl yep. that I, and, and the reason why, the reason why is I was like dating this guy, this like high school guy. And he went to like an all boys high school in New York City. And he like I don't know I was maybe like at a maybe I was like a freshman in high school or something like that. I was I would I don't know but I was at a basketball game and, and we was on a pay phone <laughs> take it back <laughs> take it back <laughs> was there a pager um, involved in this there was a pager definitely involved mm, in this yeah. um and I just remember well, I don't know what was happening because this was a guy that I was in, but I definitely had a boyfriend. So I'm not really sure why. Yeah, I'm not really sure what was happening, but I just remember. I well, remember being remind on the me phone. of a girl that's caught up. <laughs> no, but I mean, maybe I would have gotten caught up, but I just remember him like playing that over and over and over. You remind me of a girl. Yeah. Well, shout out to Usher. Went to the residency and uh, I had a good time and you had a good time. And we're having a good time right here at the Amanda Seals Show. And we're going to be right back as we finish for the Picky Picky Record with Ms. Zainab Johnson, who claims to not be good at music, but is killing it so far. <laughs> I'll take it. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here and we are going Picky Picky for the record with Zainab Johnson. You can check out Zainab's new Amazon Prime stand-up special, Hijabs Off, available now. Go ahead and stream that, okay? Now, last two. Um, for the record, you know I give them the scenario, they give me the song. You got a big old family. Big, mm-hmm. okay? 12, then you, then, then, the, then the parents. What is a song that makes you think about your family? Maybe y'all used to play this song in the house all the time. Okay, there you go. That C is already in the top of mind. <laughs> uh, we 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 definitely didn't play this song um, in the in the house because uh, I was out the house. I think by the time this, I, I definitely was in college when this song came out. But it's family business from Kanye. Uh, mm. College college dropout. College his dropout, first album. Yep. 
Yeah, family business. And I just... Rain, rain, go away. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Whenever, and now we just electric slide. Like I just, whenever I hear that song, it just puts me in mind of like my family and a big family. And like, while there may be, you know, while everything is not ideal, it's like the love, it's like, this is just family business. You know what I'm saying? And can nobody, you know, I ain't never been married yet. So I don't know if that'll change, but can nobody come in my family business? Nobody. Got you. That's real. Um, I mean, I I had an ex whose sister tried to fight me because she said I was coming in the family business. I was like, you're talking about me like I'm not in the next room. That's the issue. (laughs) Whatever, whatever you guys are doing as a family, like, I mean, I have no problems. Like, I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. Mm -hmm. But um, she was Muslim, too, by the way. Was she? (laughs) Yes, she was. Dang. Inshallah. I mean, well, you know. Yeah. Listen, I'm about to say a, a, a religion don't make you not want to fight. <laughs> Whoever, <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless you a monk or you Buddhist and you about to hit that nam yo ho rain ke ke, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, also, they you are Philly Muslims. So shout out to the Philly Muslims because they will absolutely fight you hijab down. Okay? Like that's, yeah, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. All right. My yeah. last, my last scenario on For the Record now, you are a fashionista. For those who don't know, mm-hmm. yes, you are. Cut it out. I did not know about a Balenciaga boot until Zainab Johnson. Okay? I remember when I was doing my uh, web series, I had this like one scene where I had brought together like a bunch of different female comics and Zainab showed up. Everybody's in like jeans, sneakers, t-shirt, not, not Zainabula, full above the knee, Stiletto Balenciaga and I was like I don't even know where they make those like I was yeah at the time I was very I was very country at the time I had no idea I wasn't cultured but you are a fashionista what is you what you don't think you want to say you're a fashionista as well I've grown into it thank you very much I was inspired honestly like seeing you I'm not even bullshit seeing you that day I was like you need to you need to explore you need to explore the brands and the looks and the different vibes because you're really committed to Zara in a way that's unhealthy. <laughs> I love a Zara, but you can't do you can't be decked out in Zara. You can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't be decked out in Zara because then you'll. I was at a party. I was at uh, you know, I don't know if you like Jesse Williams used to do like holiday parties, and I was mm-hmm. at like a, a party one year, and I, I feel like you were there too. I feel like mm-hmm. I was there too. Yeah, and I had on like a, a Zara dress. D- 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 cute. Cute. Yes. Bohemian style. I'm thinking ain't nobody gonna choose this dress. Walked right in that party. Saw this woman had on the same dress. And that's the whole outfit. Like the dress is the outfit. I was so, listen, I was so thankful that I had on some badass Chloe boots that day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was like, and all, but you know what I'm saying? And if it were like a who wore better, I would have got it. If she's listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, listen, I decided when I saw her, I decided to be like, hey girl, look at us twin. She looked at me like not mm. feeling it. Cause it's like, of course I could be happy cause I wore it better. You get what I'm saying? Ooh. But, and she knew, yeah, she, she, and she knew. So here's mm. what I'll say about, about fashion. I think that, I'm a little bit of a fashionista and that will probably that probably comes from like, you know, I grew up in New York City. Exactly. And in Harlem specifically, you know what they say, Harlem. Like they well, you know what they yeah. say about Harlem people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, I think it's also a little bit of a trick, Amanda. You know, I'm five foot eleven, um, a sli- very slender frame. And I think sometimes that it looks really fashiony, even if it's not, just purely by my aesthetic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a cheat you code. You can call kinda. it that, but I'm I know what it is though. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's style. It is style. Like okay. you're not you're not out here in just rags and tags. Um, even if you were, I feel, and that's the thing. You're the type of person where I feel like your energy is emitting so much from inside that it's gonna make whatever you're wearing look like fashion. And to that question, yeah. I ask. <laughs> What is a song that makes you feel ooh, like um, 
like fly. Like if you're coming into a, if you were coming into that party knowing you were killing it, like what would be your theme song? Dang, I hate, this is a usher night for me. Yo, this is why I guess, I, yo, I didn't even know. What y'all know about? Ooh, supermodel. Supermodel. Yes. yes, I just be like, oh, let me walk. You tore that up. You came in here unsure, but you killed that right there, y'all. This is Zainab Johnson joining us right here on For the Record. Y'all make sure you go and stream her new comedy special on Amazon Prime, Hijabs Off. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hello? Hello? I, I can't hear you. Gotcha. I know you calling to say what's on your mind. Because you've been listening, laughing, and learning at the Amanda Seals Show. And it's Black Joy Friday. So when you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah. This is Josue from Long Beach. Uh, Something I learned this week is that Palestinians are also Semites. I was listening to a podcast, and they had mentioned that it's impossible to be anti-Semitic if you're pro-Palestinian because... Palestinians are also Semitic people. What is a Semitic people for Google? A member of any of the people who speak or spoke Semitic language, including, in particular, Jews and Arabs, as well as many, many other ones. So, yeah, that's something I learned this week. I love y'all learning <laughs> and then calling and sharing what you learning. Yeah. You know, but that's right, because the term anti-Semitic has been, like, really co-opted to simply only just mean... Um, uh, prejudice and by and and bigotry against Jewish people, but mm. ultimately there are other members of that area of the world that are considered Semitic. Uh, right. It's literally just if you speak a Semitic language, and Arabic is a Semitic language. Didn't There's a it. whole lot of stuff coming to the surface right now that a lot of people are asking questions about. And I just want to commend all of y'all because that's the only way things change. And there's a lot of folks that don't want things to change. And so they try and suppress, they try and keep the history and the past quiet. But baby, the history's loud. And it and it and it's that's why I say if they go low, we get loud. We have no choice. We gotta yell the truth. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. And, uh, you know, sometimes on Fridays we'll do like a word of the day, but then we had Tay Diggs on my podcast this week and it really made me just say like, you know what? I want to talk about black movies. We also got like the color purple coming out, you know, it's like the, the musical version of color purple. Do you all remember where you were? I don't remember the first time I saw color purple. It just exists in me. I was going to say. The part. Yeah, I feel like it's my whole life. It's been it's been a movie. It has been a movie my whole life. But it's, I, I was gonna like say it has actual... been a movie your whole life. <laughs> Recollection. I don't want to lose my black card, but I did not watch the original Color Purple. Wow. Ever? What? I did not. You say what? You TJ, say I'm did a, not I'm like it's not available currently. No, I, I'm gonna, I just I'm gonna lose it with you, TJ. TJ, I've never watched it all the way through. I've just what clips. <laughs> Every time You're I fired. watch clips, it's made You're me fired. Sad. Both of y'all are fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fighting all my life for this. <laughs> and I've seen a musical on Broadway. I've seen a musical. It's a lot going on in that movie. No, I did what see. You mean? It is a lot going on in that. I, I saw just a little bit of it, but I did see the new one. I did like that one. Wow. What do you mean you saw the new one? I saw a screen. It's out? No, it was a screen. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda's so disgusted right now. I am. I have seen the that, color purple so many times. Have like, y'all seen Purple Rain? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, no, don't don't try and get cocky now. Don't try and get cocky now. <laughs> like you're like I saw the other. I saw the other movie with. I saw the other black movie with purple in the title. <laughs> purple in it. Yeah. But that that me and you was never apart. Every time I, it just makes me oh. want to cry. It, Do you, you want to so know the sad. background behind that? Sure. So that is something that Quincy Jones and his daughter Kidada would do. Because remember, 
the two daughters lived with different parents. Kadada lived with him and um, Rashida lived with the mom. And so when they would switch, him and Kadada would do that. So that's why the song is literally in the movie. Me and you will never part my key, Dada. Kadada Jones. And you know, Quincy Jones was the music director and executive producer. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. But the Thank fact you that you all have never seen the original Color Purple is offensive. And um, I feel attacked. I feel attacked. I, I feel attacked. It's anti-Semitic. And... Um, <laughs> Because it was because it was directed by by Steven Spielberg, so the fact that you haven't seen it was anti-Semitic, and I stand by that. Wow. All right, if you have not, <laughs> if you have missed any of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember, you can hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. And if you want to just like I don't know, share what you've learned this week, you can also call me up and. You want to get some some insight on something? You know, you want to find out, like, are you tripping? Because we have a new segment called Am I Tripping? Where we want to hear from you. And you can go to actually our Seals Said It on Instagram and give us a DM with your story. Because sometimes you're not sure if you're handling the situation correctly. But guess who is sure? Me. So <laughs> hit me up. Go to Seal Said It on Instagram. Drop us a DM on Are You Tripping? All right. We'll be right back. We got more show for you. Keep it locked. All right. Now it's the Amanda Seals show. Your girl, Amanda Seals. And I think it's time that we take it to church for the next A Story of Black Joy. All right, Apostle, Pastor Seals. <laughs> we got to talk about <laughs> my, Mount Zion Church in Nashville because they're awarding 550K to college students. And All of our Black Joy stories have been about just giving away these dollars. Giving away giving these dollars. Away. But I love this though because you know the black church I like when they actually doing the Lord's work and not <laughs> shenanigans in these streets. Right. So they said that the, the church said that God has blessed them and their ministry immensely and with the generosity of their members they're able to be true reservoir for the community and the world. So the church oh, has wow, blessed Oh wow we love that. Two- actually doing love the it. thing instead mm-hmm. of opening like a growery a weed growery. <laughs> which actually has happened but anyways um the church has blessed 200 students um with 1k in scholarships they also gave 50 first year college students from their youth ministry $1,000 scholarships they gave southern university $100,000 and then oh, wow. Mount Zion also launched their purge fund to help colleges like Tennessee State and Fisk University be able to support students financially so they can focus on succeeding in school and graduating in peace. Come Not on. graduating in peace. In peace. I don't know about that life. I've never experienced that. <laughs> Graduating in peace is, is is a beautiful thing that I would love to behold. But you know mm. what? This is great. And again, giving money um, that you can do something with. I know you mm-hmm. might hear 200 students with $1,000 scholarships and be like, what you about to do with $1,000? But Listen. when you're trying to pay that tuition, every <laughs> bit counts. No, literally, you know Amanda, I mean? when I graduated, I had like a balance, like a, a couple thousand dollars. Like it wasn't even like... $10 million. It was like, you owe $2,000. I'm like, oh my God. And you're not walking unless you pay it. Believe I not. love Power University. Right. But that last True. week, I'm still mad about that last week. Y'all had me running around. <laughs> Let me tell you. Shout out to, you- to Bishop Walker, though, over there at Nashville. I've been to that church. It's, it's really amazing. They are consistent in doing good things and a oh, good representative man. of what the black church should be like. So shout out to Bishop mm. Joseph Walker. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We love that. We love that, man. We love that. That's what we do right here on Fridays. We hit you with that black joy. All right, let's keep the show going. Don't go anywhere. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it's time for us to hit you with the backspin. All right, now we've been celebrating 50 years of hip hop for our backspin segment. And I guess we can continue on with that because. The question becomes, what will the next 50 years of hip hop sound like? And honestly, I'm not really sure, but I don't (laughs) think a lot of people thought that hip hop was going to like make it this far. Like literally like that's like a a lyric. Like you never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid. Blow up like the. And I think that for what it's worth, hip hop has started out as like a party music. And then it became Mm -hmm. like a a revolution music of sorts. And then it became just Mm -hmm. like revolutionary in the fact that it was speaking stories that were not getting heard. 
And mm-hmm. as we see this government dismantle, as we see climate change affecting folks, like as we see, um, you know, just what's going on globally, I think that mm-hmm. there's a world in which hip hop will actually spin back around like cyclically to actually have a lot more substance. I mean, there oh. is a, yeah, like I genuinely feel that. I mean, it, as a medium, it is about lyricism. Right. Like it may have it may have diverted from that a little bit, but I feel like if I did a study of poetry over the ages, I'm sure that there's a version of that in, in poetry, right? Where it's like <laughs> it, it went to like a, a more simplistic style and then right. a more flowery style, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same thing that's going to happen with hip hop. You know, the uniqueness about hip hop, of course, is that the business of hip hop changed and that has that changed part. the artistry. Um, and so, you know, I think a lot of people didn't anticipate that. I never expected that there would not be a focus on albums, you know, that it would be about singles and that singles mm-hmm. are really about like, how can I get something that's quick and catchy and, you know, mm-hmm. bop. so mm-hmm. I think that there's a version of life where that ends up becoming less the norm. And um, I think maybe I'm also like speaking what I want to happen, <laughs> but that's how we manifest, right? That's how we manifest. Right, right, I am right. a hip hop head. I love hip hop for me. When I moved to New York and I was finding my identity, somehow it was the voices of these brothers from different hoods across the nation that I really Mm -hmm. resonated with. And I think it was because they were speaking very honestly Mm -hmm. about things that they were seeing and there was no pretense to it. Like, even if it was maybe somebody else's story, like there was a very like in your face element about all of it. And that's how I've been as a person. Like I'm very like in your face and I have opinions. And so I really resonated with hip hop in that way. And I really think that a lot of people continue to do so. Um, They feel seen. Now what's been interesting is to see how people feel. I don't know about y'all if you agree with me, but I feel like a lot of the younger audience feels more so seen by the way that hip hop artists represent themselves. Like someone like Lil Uzi Vert, like, you know, being non-binary and, you know, kind of dressing in unique ways. And same Mm -hmm. with Young Thug. Like, I feel like that opened a door that made a lot of the older heads feel like, oh, my God, what they doing to this music? It's supposed to be toxic masculinity. And they're over here getting divine feminine. But again, like that's part of the evolution of an art form. So I do believe, though, that especially when it comes to black people, art imitates life more so yeah. than life imitates art. Um, we have we have historically always come out of our experiences, come incredible art forms, incredible styles of music, incredible mm-hmm. music, incredible examples of music. So if we don't um, see a whole new art form born out of Black America, we are definitely going to see a whole new rebirth Ooh. of hip hop. A whole new art it's around, form. It's about, it's, it's pretty much like every 40 years. So we are on time for that. But I feel like Afrobeats kind of did it. <laughs> so, I mean, mm, kind of. But not in America. I, yeah, I mean, so Afrobeats like, is not an American-made music. But F- roughly every 40 years uh, from my research, America, Black Americans come up with a new form. All we just need is a new crisis. And we'll be right there. <laughs> and we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. That was fun. Good job, guys. Thanks for joining us. That's Black Joy Friday right here. We covered a lot. I'm Amanda Seals. This is The Amanda Seals Show. Shout out once again to Zainab Johnson, who joined us for the record. You can check out her new Amazon Prime comedy special, He Jabs Off, available now wherever you get your streamings. Um, Also, I did a public seals announcement. Shout out to everyone sending, spreading Black Joy, like the ladies of Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority and David Talbert. We also celebrated 50 years of hip hop. We talked about what the next 50 years will look like. I'm very excited about it uh, because I feel like we're going to see folks definitely deciding to step up, step out and use their voices in a really powerful way. At least I'm, I'm, I'm willing that I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that that's what happens. All right. All right. Well, we uh, we love to hear from you all. Make sure you call me up. one 855 8 that's one 855 Remember to check out my other podcast, Small Doses, where this week we're talking about side effects of race with uh, scholar Ibram X. Kendi, who really is going to give you all like, I know a lot of people think that, 
I don't know, like there wasn't an origin of race. Like there wasn't always race, y'all. There really was a starting point. And he, as a historian, uh, has a really great book called Stamp from the Beginning. And he also just on, on the podcast really gives us a lot of framework for for race and racism and the difference and the, who came first, the chicken or the egg and all of that. So make sure to check that out wherever you get your podcast. You can watch the visuals on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right. I uh, appreciate y'all. Next week, it's going down. Dinner. America is so silly. Dinner. <laughs> like, it's really the situation. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.